Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the UR Pod Usage Rate. I'm Jamie. I'm the coach of the Cashews. This is this is James, coach of Zinger Stackers. And, and this is oh, and this is coach of the Clint Stein Daddies. How are you looking this week, mate? Probably the worst team in Tasmania. <laughs> um, well, can I just get off the projected score? Can I just share that with the with the listeners, or do I have to go with what I actually did score so far? Well, for the listeners, we are doing this uh, prior to the Melbourne Perth game, so uh, we'll go with what you're currently sitting on. I'm currently sitting on three oh seven with Travers on the field, and no. Yeah. Um. Oh, Sar, Sar on the bench as well. Yeah, it won't be, t- it won't be too bad then. Won't You'll be, be better than me, mate. I'm on two sixty nine at the moment. <laughs> I've got Pinder to play. And Saar, Golding, and Travers on the bench. Is Pinder your captain? No. Oh, sh- I'll get to, to 3.30, I reckon. Um, I'm on 408, and I've still got Travers to play half his score. And I've – well, I've got Ben Henschel sitting there too, but he probably won't do anything. So I'm looking to go pretty big this week. Yeah, you'll be sitting in a room off spot, mate. Yeah. Yeah. Let's uh... – Let's have a really quick look over the games. We won't do this as quite as long as last week, but we'll start off with Brisbane and South East Melbourne. Uh, Derek, yeah. you got Brisbane players? Yeah, I was really happy with this, the start of the week. It really This game really worked, set me up, actually. I had Norton, I had Tyrell Harrison. Tyrell Harrison was on my bench, but Norton was a starter. Then I had Josh Bannon as well, so he double-doubled, so that was handy. And then I also had uh, Alan Williams as captain. So he didn't start awfully well in his first game, but he had a big set. So, yep, good for me, that game. Got me off to a flyer. Yeah, real good start. How did you look after that first one, Baz? Um, not too bad. Um, as well, you and I had a bit of a phone call on Thursday night, um, which <laughs> was when I was panic stations and the house was burning down around me. But um, I ended up with, with Bannon, so... He was my main one, and and the Mitch Norton pick was a really good one as well. Um, he wasn't. He was uh, probably only one at one assist shy of the double double, which meant that he he could add a ripping score on that um, on that Thursday night. Um, and yeah, I didn't end up going with Alan Williams because we'd had to trade the house down to get him. But I was kind you of. Was in, pardon? You were going to get Junior Madut to be able to get him. Yeah, I know. That's that's mate. That was where I was in shambles, so I couldn't do it. He even <laughs> found out he still played twenty minutes, and he still got twenty seven. So uh, I'll try and get him next week uh, oh, without bringing him. Yeah. You can do it. I uh, I said on an earlier episode, Mitch Norton was my biggest mistake of the year. Had to, yeah. yeah, well, in 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 more words than that, but I was, to summarise <laughs> it, I said I was frustrated with the trade because. It was when Shannon Scott was still playing. The only reason I downgraded is so I could upgrade and bring in more points. And it really bit me in the ass one week. I had that yeah. super temper. Yeah. I didn't even do the pod because I had a tantrum last week after my team <laughs> went down 100 spots. So, but it's turned out to actually be not too bad of a trade since this injury's happened. Yeah, absolutely kissed on the deal. Yeah, right? I have. Yeah. What's uh, like you with Baines? Right. You brought in Baines and then he got suspended for five weeks. I brought in Baines and you brought in Harrison, who was his backup. Mm. Bones, he tried to fucking kill someone. But Harrison wasn't actually going terrible. Let's be no, real. He he's been but he's been absolutely. Did you expect him to do what he has done? He's now at the stage where I can upgrade him to nearly whoever the fuck in that category I want. Like yeah. Pinder, anyone. I can like he's done more than up forty. Yes. 
Yeah. So, yeah. How can you complain about that? Yeah. Uh, in that game, I had Bannon. Um, I was pretty happy to be able to get him this week after he ruined me last week. Um, and then I had Will Cummings as well, who's uh, I held on to just for this double. And, and he played a single. Yeah. But we'll get to that a bit, a bit later on. Uh, I'll talk about Will Cummings and uh, the South East Melbourne medical staff and the NBL injury reports. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm real, real stoked about it. Uh, on the Friday, New Zealand beat Cairns by 10. Uh, the two teams come back from the States. Do you have anyone there, Cam? Um, no, I only had... Um, I traded in Wardenberg, so I had him and he was okay for a 20. And I had Clintman as well, who's... Um, just doing enough at the moment to kind of keep that price going. And obviously I would have had Patrick Miller play, but he was injured. And I, along with everyone else, had um, PJC playing and slapped the captaincy on him. And yeah, he, he struggled a little bit with the fouls again, which was a bit annoying. But yeah, all in all, that was that was what I had from that game. Um, so yeah, not not too bad. How about yourselves? Yeah, I was, I was pretty similar to you. I had the captain on PJC. Uh, a little bit frustrated with the fouls at the moment. Wardenberg seems pretty solid for a 20, no matter how he gets them, uh, apart from getting hit in the nuts in the second game. Um, and Clintman, I started over Bannon um, just because of the the um, who they were going up against. So, And that's kind of bit me on the ass a little bit, but you kind of uh, got to live with those ones. Anyone for you, Derry, in that one? I had... Um... <clears throat> Bobby Clintman was one of the most frustrating 21s I've ever watched. Played very, very well, but just turned it over so many times. It was just, and they were just, mm-hmm. they were just shit turnovers too. Like yeah, they were frustrating yeah. to watch. So, um, I, like, I wasn't disappointed with the 21 from him. I don't expect him to, he's only young, but but still frustrating when turnovers cost you 10 points. Yeah. Um, I had, uh, I had Parker Jackson Cartwright as well. And, I think that might have been it for that game. I was mucking around with my team and I brought um, Henschel in during the week and I wasn't going to bring Bannon in. And then You brought Henschel in? No, sorry, Brodenberg. He's just on my mind because he frustrates me so much, Henschel. But mm-hmm. um, Bannon, I brought, wasn't going to bring Bannon in, but then I looked at a negative score of his break even and he scored 62 this week. Yeah. Yeah, I was a bit worried you weren't going to bring him in. Yes, but I, I, that's when I was in my panic attack like you. I had a panic attack station last week. I wouldn't call mine a panic attack station. It was just a full rage of my ranking slipping outside the top 100. And I don't know why it did, but it just frustrated me. So I didn't even look at my team for two days. I ignored all fantasy-related messages. I was just I was just <laughs> steaming. So I'm glad I've had this week to, to kind of reassure <laughs> me that I'm going okay. I said to you yesterday, mate, the best in the world at the whatever they do have bad days, bad weeks, so weekend too. Uh, we'll go on to the next game, Sydney and Illawarra. Sydney absolutely belted them again. Interesting one. I know we don't have any Illawarra players in here, uh, but Tyler Harvey scored two points, two super coach points. He's wonderful. That's why we don't have him in there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Gary is, Clark was pretty good. He's a chronic one for those games, though, Tyler Harvey. Yeah, he has a lot of bad games, yeah. doesn't he? You love him, Bass. Yeah. Um, he's a chucker, isn't he? He always seems to hit one game winner a year, though. And that's the thing. Yeah. You, you don't mind seeing him shoot the ball if I was an Illawarra fan because he's super, he looks confident with it. Yeah, his super coach stats would be the best in the comp the last five seconds. Yeah, they would. <laughs> Loves chasing a rebound down, too. Uh, well, yeah. Sam Foley actually is starting to impress me after 
pretty sloppy mm. start to the year. Yeah. His efficiency is still nowhere near where it needs to be as far as shooting the ball, but um, he's starting to get a lot more rebounds and his pricing, if Illawarra get an attractive draw, could could tempt me into yeah. getting him in. Yeah, like it. He's um, the, not probably till late, I think around 16. Yeah. Probably look at Illawarra. Guys have got a hell of a lot of singles. Um, is Jalen Adams the most consistent player in the comp, super coach wise? He's the best player in the comp in any wise. In any wise. It's just not what the averages say. He's... He hasn't scored below 30 yet. He had 38 in this one against Illawarra. And it wasn't an awfully big game for him. No, and that just seems to be what he does. Yeah, it wasn't an awfully, like, obviously, just two steals and seven assists. Mm. If you're getting that out of him, yeah, you're very, very happy. Yeah, he took 11 shots, but oh. led their team in shots. I had he just finds a way. He's happy. Yeah, he does find a way, doesn't he? Uh, thoughts on DJ Hogg, Baz? Who was that one, sorry? DJ Hogg. Yeah, what? DJ Hogg, not too bad in his in his first game. He looked better um, yesterday when I watched him. Um, yeah. Took a lot more shots and um, mm. worked his way through a lot better and looked like he um, kind of got rid of that first few games coming back. So I thought he, he really impressed in the second game, but not really too much here. He's still pumped down at 20. Um, which so, I think was nearly did he at the end of the game? Did you not watch? No, I didn't watch that one. I don't know what I was doing. He blew, blew a lap and then it went into your man, long rebound, went into your man's hand, Shawnee Bruce, and he knocked down a three. Oh, in the second game, the second game. Yeah, sorry, yeah. I, you, I did yeah. watch that one yesterday. Um, so we need to have a little bit more of a look at him, do you think, before we can pull a trigger there? Um, yeah, I'd probably, I'd probably wait. Um, Obviously, what next week we got the singles, and then maybe after that, I'll just keep having a look. I just want to know, Dare, are you still riding the Alex Tui train, or are you off him yet? No, Is he trading week, oh, or what do you do? No, I'm still riding the Alex Tui train. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he may he may be one I look at trading this week, but um, as uh, far he was he was on the map to maybe go mm-hmm. out, but Galloway obviously having that injury yeah. had to force him out of my side, and I was actually. I was nervous how they would have um, to his minutes and his maybe his usage a little bit because obviously Hogue coming back in is a similar type of player and they've got guys that demand shots even off the bench like Noy comes in to take shot Bruce like I didn't know where he'd find his role but to, in his first game he just had a solid all around game like eight point seven rebounds to assist like that's a that's a good fantasy game you know like for a guy that you're not expecting to do much so I was happy with him. He seems to me like a guy that just fits in. Yeah. Like don't, they don't need to run a hell of a lot for him. He can get a put back. He can get they run a pick and roll for him. He can get a little backdoor cut. Um, like he can he can get he's gonna get a look at ten points most yeah. nights and then he's gonna crash the glass and um, oh, and that's the thing. That's why I've, in a way I've kind of keeping him because I know I'm gonna get a hundred percent effort because it obviously he's looking to impress bigger people than what are in Sydney. He wants to yeah. go NBA. So, like, you know, you're going to get effort out of him. I the, I was really shocked to see a 39 for his two games. So that gave me 20 points. And same with Harrison being on my bench, that gave me 30. So yeah, huge. my bench was really, really big for me this week. Yeah. How's your bench getting along, Baz? Um, my bench is going better than my starters. So uh, <laughs> it's a bit of a tough question, isn't it? So, um, yeah, tough one. But obviously your bench is where you, you end up. Most people have those those gun guys. It's just who can top up those bench with um with some real nice pickups. So yeah, yeah. my bench obviously got Joshy Bannon on it, Norton, um, had a DMP, Sar, 
um, and Galloway, which was a bit of a nuffy, nuffy one so far, but it's looking okay. It will get better with age. <laughs> Love it. Now let's uh, let's go to the Saturday game. So you and I went to the uh, the Jackie's nightclub at Superdome Baz, and was a good atmosphere in there. Yeah, the best it's been. I got told that yeah. by someone else too. I got told by my mate Saldi that he said that place was absolutely rocking on yeah, Saturday it's, night. It's the best yeah, it dome has been for sure, and uh, probably got the crowd. Uh, probably got the team over the line. Um, it was a genuine stalemate there for a few minutes at the end of the fourth, wasn't it, Baz? Yeah, it was. I was edge of our seat stuff from where we were in the bleachers, but not a bad seat in the house for us to watch um, Milton Doyle go to work. You and I made comment on, we'll, uh, we'll keep an eye on the Brisbane games because how hard Milton Doyle had to work for those points was ridiculous. It showed, one, how good Doyle is to put up 24 with uh, Sam McDaniel following him around like a... Great at- dog, wasn't he? Yeah, absolutely. Dog with a bone. He was all over him, holding him at halfway. Yeah. Doyle was catching the ball at the halfway line, trying to trying to make a move. Yeah. So I reckon anyone that McDaniel goes to, it could be a bit like uh, back in the AFL fantasy days and you used to have creepy Crowley going after blokes. So, uh, <laughs> well, now it's Finn McGuinness. Yeah. Yeah, the yeah. Tag. yeah, yeah. absolutely. So stay away from Brisbane matchups for captains, you reckon, Baz? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, because yeah. McDaniel just... He was he was just locking them down. It was impressive. Oh, it's just, I reckon it's the same with their offense. They're just gritty. Yeah, like they're they are they're a team built off not a hell of a lot of talent, but they play hard. They're well coached, aren't they? And Sobi is thirty four and in the form of his life. Yeah, he wasn't great this weekend, but uh, as you know, Derry better than anyone. People can have damn weeks. That's right, Sobi. I I was I actually thought he played pretty well on, um, like. Against Tati, I thought he was. Yeah. I really think he was terrible. Yeah, he, he didn't shoot the ball as well as no. he did. Tyra Harris. Tazzy are hard to score yeah. against, like super coach was. Now, can we confirm if Tyra Harrison wears shin pads or not? Why? He's running the double socks up. Well, whatever he's doing, keep doing a big fella. Yeah, I'm happy with <laughs> you. If you're wearing shin pads, you wear shin pads. Uh, super coach goat. We got a little snake, sneaky snap with him outside. I just banded. Josh, banded. Oh, I've seen that picture actually. <laughs> yeah, good. Well, he wasn't super. He was happy about it, too, wasn't he? Did you say something about him being fantasy? Yeah, I told him he was a super coach coat. He was pretty happy about it, wasn't he? Well, he wasn't really on Sunday. He only had eight and eight, but still got yeah, twenty five points. That's the that's the thing with some players like they can rack up scores when they're not doing much, and he is definitely one of them. And he's also a guy that looks bloody good out there, like he. He's just if you throw a zone at Brisbane, he was just he was catching hit from the elbow. He's that good from the mid range. And it looks better than Kyle Bowen doing it. Oh yeah, hundred percent. No one handed Bowen. for Tassie, Doyle obviously scored pretty well. Yeah, uh, I had him on the bench. This was the interesting one though for me. Jordan Crawford had thirty super coach points and shot four for twenty one. But you don't lose points for efficiency. No, you don't. But that if he hits another five shots out of that. And shoots forty to forty five percent. He's looking at forty. He could he could be like a sneaky, um, like sneaky pump out a good score every now and again. I reckon. I reckon you'll see his scores go up a little bit because he does does a little bit of everything. A little bit like he a little bit similar to PJC, I think, but not quite on that level. Milton Doyle's is probably the only guy that's never really been on the trade table for me. Tazzy have been fortunate to have a good fixture to start the year, but even with his single games, I've still, like I said, he's still on my bench. He gave me fourteen this week, and he wasn't. He only had one game. Mm. Like, 
this this is where like I I'm happy that I've kept to my strategy and not traded out guys after bad performances. Just yes. giving them a giving them another week because um if you're if you're too reactive, I think you can you can fall into a bit of a trap. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, that now, mate. I wish we heard that advice a few weeks ago. <laughs> Funny. Let's go to the next game. Listen to this one on SEN on the way home, actually, on Saturday night. Perth and Adelaide. Uh, Bryce Cotton, do you know what he said in the post game? I'm back. He said it was it was good to have my first game. I don't know who the guy wearing my jersey was for the last eight games. <laughs> yeah, but hey. if, if that's his best, I'm still not touching him. He was. He sounded like he was elite. Did you watch it, Baz? Yeah, I watched it. He, um, they ran a lot more sets for him, wanted the ball in his hand a lot more. It was kind of like uh, a fair bit got taken away from your old ashes and um, fair bit got taken away from those other blokes. But, um, yeah, they definitely wanted to get him back and wanted to get him bulk shots. And, yeah, it was it was pretty impressive to see. Um, he did shoot 22 times, which is an absolute bucket load. Um, yes. Yeah, but obviously he got it done. He plays like super long minutes as well. Like, yeah. I guess sometimes you look at that job security stuff, like you know he's got his starting gig, but if he's pumping out 37 minutes a night and you compare that to like just say um, Dasilovic in the same game who's um, yeah. a gun as well, he only played 32. So um, those extra like five minutes, he could get an extra steal or two or assist or two and really boost his score up. It's what it, for me as far as going away from fantasy. It's, it's panic stations if you're Perth, I reckon. This season, oh, if you're yeah. still relying on that from Cotton, yeah, like you need you need to get more out of your well, other guys like Doolittle and um, and well, well, Pinder's been okay without setting the world on fire. Do you want to talk about Doolittle as well, Baz? Yeah, well, I mentioned that last week that I thought he could be a really good bench option at the one seventy. And in his first game, he got um, 20. Um, and he tends to... I then went and did a bit of research and um, he's not a big scorer. Um, in all the, the comps he's played in, he hasn't really blown away on the scoring side of things, but he's always um, pitched in with a fair few rebounds. So I don't think he'll blow you away with um, huge scores of like 30, 35s. But I think he can be a consistent 20 to 25 point scorer for you on your bench if you're looking for a little bit of a cheaper option, if you can't get up to players around the 220, 230 mark. You always need you always need a bit of budget in your team. Yeah, well, it's probably getting to that time of year where you're really struggling to find how guys much, who are going to make your cash. So you've got to try and find those bargains. How much for sure? salary have you got to play with? I've got minute. 20K. You've got 20K. With, yeah. 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 Um, as said, Baz had the... Eight rebounds. He had a couple of blocks to help him get to 19, which is huge. Um, played a hell of a lot of minutes. Um, I think I think he's, he probably stole an extra five or so minutes from Pinder, who really struggled with fouls um, in that one. Um, he looked pretty good early. Uh, I, I, was sort of, I said, listening to it, and he had four points and two boards within the first minute and a half or so, and then a minute later he was on two fouls. So... He sort of struggled with that all game, which probably helped Doolittle's cause. But I think you're right, around about that 170 to 190 mark. It could be a, could be a good option to be able to either drop someone down to or go sideways from on your bench. One consistent option that Adelaide have had all year is when I looked at this on Saturday night, I was quite intoxicated and I thought Trey Kell had 
seven L's in his last name. But <laughs> it's, it's, I, I, then I, I made sure I clicked on it. I thought, did he, did he have a spasm when he was getting named? But it's, it's Trey Bell the third. So I, 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 I worked that out pretty quick, but he's been pretty good. Trey Curl. <laughs> He's actually he's actually got Adelaide's loss tally there at the end of his name. <laughs> Just yeah, I, it really spun me out. I'm like, in, <laughs> that can't be real. But it was actually track of third, so that's good. That's pretty funny. He, he was elite by the sands. What did he actually look like, Baz? Um, he was he was smooth. Um, he made a lot of plays. He's kind of um, he stuffed the stat sheet with the twenty five and six. The guy I was impressed with though was um, big Starling who came on and. Suddenly yeah. turned the game out a plus minus of plus twenty two midway through the game, or in like when they were going on their run, um, finished with a plus minus of eleven. But he came on for Wiley, who didn't come in after the second half. So again, you talk about those guys that are going to drop in price. Who, Is he watch Wiley? Yeah. Oh well, Susie will get to that later about the injury reports, won't you? By the sounds of things. Yes. <laughs> But um, yeah, Adam's Wiley having a regular recovery. <laughs> okay, he's already said. I won't won't reveal my sources. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing else but, to talk yeah. about the Adelaide front. No, nah, not really. No, nah, Sunday dance was crap again, Baz. Oh mate, that was a, that was the worst trade ever. That was terrible. <laughs> All right, let's go to the Sunday game. Southeast and Cairn. Southeast got up in that one. Uh, Mitch Creek was really, really good. Alan Williams was even better. Yes, Alan Williams saved. We didn't really save. He would have got a score, needless to say, but he came through big for the people that put captain on him. Mm. So he gets double-double in the first half. Yeah, he, he, he's a big man, old horse. Yeah. Uh, Gary Brown was really good this round. Jeez, he got popped. Gary Brown. He even got on Bleacher. Gary Brown. Yeah. Um, highest score, actually, that we've had so far. No one's hit 80 yet, have they? Is that the highest round score? Oh, he's up to for the round. Yeah, he's up to 80. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. I think it might be close, might be PJC. In the, but yeah. I don't think he was 80, but yeah. Was he had 62 or whatever. Yeah. yeah right, Baz. So Monster squad. I, really um, I think with um, just getting on cans, I think with. Even though Taron with his turnovers, um, now that McCall and Miller under that injury cloud, um, although McCall came back, I think that um, he still has to be a bench option, doesn't he? For his yeah, price. for sure. Definitely. Sobey had 83 in round two. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Um, yeah, yeah I agree. We're all looking at Taron now, aren't we? My yeah, question well, is, yeah, I, I'm happy enough. I was impressed to see him score 12 points in the second game. That was something that I didn't quite expect out of him yet. Obviously, he's come back from a bit of an injury and um, the passing may may come with a bit more feel of the game. But, um, yeah, he's definitely going to have to come in. You know what is an interesting one? Bet365 had him for um, $2 for four assists in the first game. He had one. Then in the second game, he had none. He yes. didn't even get four for the round. Yeah, no, well, they don't, they don't. Yeah, well, I don't know. He was, did look like he was a bit more aggressive hunting for a shot. Uh, TJ McCall was an interesting one in his, I'll call it his first game back. He had six points in a game earlier, so he's going to drop a hell of a lot. 
And he's also going to be a guy that they're not going to drop his minutes. So he ended up eight points, 10 rebounds, two assists, a block to get to 21. And he only shot one for eight from the field. He's a very enticing prospect. Yeah. He shot six for 10 from the line. He's going to get to the line a hell of a lot, especially the way the refs are blowing the whistle at the moment. Oh, God. Um, so it could be a downgrade. Um, for Cairns and Wardenberg, did you did you guys watch that game yesterday? Did not. Nah, I watched like the back end of it, but it was pretty much over by the time I tuned in. Yeah, did you say Wardenberg get hit in the nuts? No, nah, it didn't. But by the sounds of it, it's obviously really uh, left a mark with you, mate. <laughs> yeah, that's because I don't know if it's some people are saying groin, which would be just my luck if he's done his groin. So a bit of a watch this space. We won't know by the injury report, though, what's going on. Like, that would be unfortunate, Hughes. Oh, wouldn't it ever. Um, the other game, Sydney and New Zealand. Oh, look out. I've loaded a video. Uh, New Zealand, PJC, good. Yeah. 30, didn't yeah. shoot well. Struggle with the fouls again. I think he's I think he's a hack. Like, I think he plays quite physical trying to steal because that first game where he had five, yeah. he's obviously not going to change the way he plays, hunting down the pill. No, nah, he wants him. That way. It's... Will McDowell-White, interesting to see him coming off the bench. Yeah, I don't mind he's, it. He's such a watch-this-space sort of fellow, McDowell-White. Like, we've seen what he can do. Um, it's bound to happen at some stage, I reckon, that he just turns that corner and starts pumping out um, heaps mm. of assists, points, boards, or steals. I reckon he's one to watch. I just He's going to turn the corner soon, I reckon. Yeah. It was like cotton. It was going to happen eventually, wasn't it? Yeah, I tell you what, um, Lamb was good. Um, they commentators, they kept mentioning about, oh, he's still getting his legs under him and all this sort of stuff. And geez, they wrote it hard. And then obviously they were, they were like, yeah, well, we missed the layup at the end and had a chance to obviously um, send it to OT and all that. And yeah, he was he was impressive though with the twenty nine points. And I'm intrigued to see they play. The Jack jumpers in a few weeks, and I'm intrigued to see who's going to match up with him because he's kind of a pretty athletic, small mm. forward, powerful sort of player. So tough matchup for some teams. I admittedly probably was a bit harsh on Anthony Lamb. Hadn't checked the stats and just seen caught the end of the game and he was chucking up shots, missed them all, missed yeah, foul shots. But to see that he actually probably kept his team in it with everyone else's shooting stats, he <clears> may or may have been a bit harsh on him. Been there before. Maybe I'm still getting my legs under me. Um, so he's actually his break even was fifty five. I think it was in it was low fifties, if not fifty five, which he didn't quite get. So he should actually drop it a little bit. So they only play one game. Um, yeah, they only did they play one, play two. He he got forty eight in the first game. Oh, so yeah. I think he may have probably cracked that fifty. What did he get in the first game? Twenty four. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, Forget that. Do we want to do you want a bit of breaking news here, Hughes? Obviously, while we're doing the pod, the Melbourne Perth game's going on. Travis has got, Travis got KO'd. Oh, it's been knocked out. 47 seconds. I don't know whether that's the message I've got here. Says, He's on it too. Says, Travis KO'd. Don't end up hurting my good super coach score, Cam. Thanks, mate. Appreciate you letting me know. Well, it hasn't really hurt me too much. It's going to hurt some other teams waiting for their score. 
Can't wait to keep Will Cummings for another week. <laughs> hey, we can't keep Will Cummings. We can't do it anymore. Brothers was, was, was a was That's disappointing, yeah. though. It's, it's took me from a really, really good score to now just maybe middle field again, but it's definitely hurt a lot of people more worse. I won't be seeing people as many on the 400s as I thought I was going to. Yeah, first minute KO. Well, Huck Cordy, did Huck Cordy get hurt too? Because he got subbed out in the same sequence. I don't know, mate. Well, I've been on the pod with you, mate. <laughs> I thought there might have been more. That's like... devastating. <laughs> oh, it's rattled us. It's like golf, isn't it, Baz? Yeah, oh, one mate, it's thing like... happened and eight shit things happen. You still think it's the best game in the world. I'm you know what's... You know what's my super coach weeks have been a little bit like, you know, when we went to um Thurston Golf Course and there's that hole where you hit down the middle <laughs> with the water either side and I lost fifteen balls. That's kind of what's happened to me at the moment. Yeah. And you know what he did then? He proceeded to sit his ball in between the two legs and go, Oh, yeah, this is my second shot. <laughs> Mate, you're on fifteen. <laughs> and he I don't count strokes that day. Yeah. Anyway, um, there's nothing more to add about New Zealand Sydney players. No, all good. No, right, eh? Move on. We'll, uh, we'll move on. We'll just had a quick look at uh, at the Luke Travis situation. It looks like he's going to drop about thirty grand. So that's bloody awesome, isn't it? Yeah, good. What do you do with him now? No, oh, he's got to trade. Yeah, yeah. Mind you, I would have been better off trading a player who's going to play double than trading. Um, Jalen Galloway again. So I might just leave him there. Might be better off. Anyway, <laughs> let's get into the Hustle Heroes. Hustle Hero for me is Torrell Harrison. Just ultra consistent, low ownership. Hasn't been touched by many people. And I, I seriously don't know why. Mm. Like, he's just been magnificent for me. Yeah, he has been good. I could have said Mitch Norton as well, but Torrell Harrison, 60 on the bench. Yeah. Backing up Alan Williams. I've got 166 points for my centers this week. It's unreal, isn't it? It is. Genuine set day. Where are you, Baz? Um, I'm sticking with the Brisbane theme. And, yeah, they're on my bench and they're a cheap option. So it has to be Norton or Bannon um, for the Hustle Heroes. Bannon was on your bench. Yeah. No, well, this was this is dumb. This is this is poor organisation for me. Travis was on your field. Can we not talk about it? No, no, we were, no, we were I'll try it. I'll try it. Travis was on your call. I'll try it. I'll try it. I didn't. I'll try to get Thursday night. I'm rushed. <laughs> that's made me feel so much better. But he's or rushed Thursday night. No, it's not. I was just yeah. No, I I just had to try and wrap that through my head because yeah. that's an interesting one. People want to see now. We're going to show up at the pod next week when Baz is out of me on the ranking. So he's got a negative two and then 62 sitting on the bench. <laughs> That's tough. <laughs> I'd hate to see what my score would look like with. I just don't want to talk about it. Can we move on? Yeah, we're moving on. Yeah, right. I were mine, mine as well as Josh Bannon, super coach goat. I was a bit disappointed I didn't bring him in last week. But anyway, uh, we've spoken enough about him. Uh, the Brick Boy, Derry. Brick boy Ben Henshaw. Henshaw. Every week. Just right. Every week. I don't know how consistently pumping out okay scores with a donut. It's finally coming to an end. Because you haven't you haven't wasted a trade on him. You've yeah. traded to improve your team. 
and you don't get a hell of a lot out of your bench guys typically anyway, or you do, but I've been pretty lucky. My team my team has somehow I've just somehow got away with week after week somehow finding a way to be good with the schedule, even mm. though it's not really my strong point, that that whole thing. <laughs> that whole thing. Uh Baz? Well, once the uh Silver Dome rings, um the nets they seem to put up at the Silver Dome. Um like blokes just can't make threes on them. So I'd hate to see if Will Cummings came down to Silverdome, what'd happen to him? Um, because he's my other brick boy. So if, if I can't have the Silverdome rings, I'll have Will Cummings. And you'll never guess Will, where Will Cummings was on my uh, super coach team. Uh, he's starting. So I've got bloody 11 on my field. Oh, poor Baz. And, and, you, had, and you had Norton on the bench, let me guess? Uh, Norton on the bench, yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> I was that confident. That's just that like I was that confident in Norton. I started him over Doyle. Yeah, that's, that's how that's how confident. That's I was. fair. But Cummings had two games. Hey, Cummings had two games. Yeah, but I've never liked him. Mm. He's been pretty solid for us, hasn't he, Baz? We've had him heroes a couple of times, I think. Um, I've got beef with him now, though. He's done. He's on my do not trade in ever again. That's it. It's like that mouldy <laughs> list that everyone's got. Yeah, they say their name, no matter how advertising it is, you just stay away from it. Yeah, Lockie Whitfield, because they've caused you too much pain. Yeah, uh, I'll step further than you, Baz. I had Will Cummings, and then I had Mike Kelly and the South East Melbourne staff. But now it's the NBO injury report. <laughs> you... So it was a game time decision for their first game. They released that he was playing. I thought, right, beauty. I'll, I'll trade Galloway. If you're listed that you're good to go and you've got a double, surely they don't go after the first game. Oh, yeah, he's out for the second game. What a load of shit. The whole, the whole thing, I, one thing I don't like about the NBL Supercoach, how it's structured, is it's just a complete lockout. There's no rolling lockout. So you can't, like in BBL, you can actually make trades during the round, whereas in NBL, yeah, you, can. you can. can yeah. yeah, you can. Well, I've never done that. Yeah, I think you could. It's like the like the guys are playing Thursday night. They're locked out, which obviously limits your options yeah. a fair bit um, around what you can do, especially if there's a couple of games on a Thursday. But yeah, the whole the, yeah the NBL is a little bit harder with your trades, and I can yeah. see why it'd be frustrating with that injury report, like him uh, playing the first game and then the second uh, game is obviously. Like, I only I thought oh yeah he'll get about forty maybe, he got me eleven, and you started him I too. Started him yeah because of the double. But I could have, like, if I traded him instead of Galloway, left Galloway sitting there and, like, well, who do I, who do I bring in? I can't remember who I bring in, bring in, brought in. Can't speak now. Um, what you raged up, aren't you? Oh, I'm not happy. I did bring in Kinder and Bannon, so those two have been pretty good. But I would have I would have traded out Huck Porty and... Cummings instead of half in Galloway. You could have looked at you could have looked at maybe someone like Jalen Adams. Yeah. Well I could have. Yeah. Could I have, would have I would have been possibilities looking at, were endless. Yeah. I would have been looking a hell of a lot than how I am. But anyway, um, the transparent transparency of the NBO injury report is horrible. It should be uh all teams have to have theirs in uh for the round on the Wednesday night. Um and then everyone knows where they're at. Uh Fan engagement is such a big thing around mm-hmm. the growth of the NBL. 
and Supercoaches going along for that ride. You've got to get that right, I reckon. You can't it's pretty have, unprofessional. Yeah, you can't have teams that are playing, like Melbourne play their first game for the round today, and so they didn't have to have their squad released until last night. Like, that's just bullshit. That is bullshit. I think the hardest thing with the injury report is that guys just come out of nowhere in their game-time decisions. Like, PJC, the other day, we had, like, no news, no information, and then all of a sudden you're getting... Um. Yeah, like not long before tip, is a game time decision. Well, kind of let us know. Yeah, a little bit earlier, and like same yeah. with like Patrick. It took us forever to find out whether he was playing or not. And oh, there Patrick, was so many. Yeah. That on. one, that one was one that stumped me because I, like I said, he was one that I was thinking about bringing in, and I had no news to say that he was going to be out. Yeah. Like I didn't really know. I was yeah. kind of blind by it, so I was yeah. lucky that I just didn't do it. Cairns are one of the better teams with releasing their injuries. Um, they've been pretty good. Um, but some of those teams are just horrendous. Yeah, well, we will Magne. When's he back? Next week. I don't trust it. Dead set back next week. I don't trust it. Is that what you're saying? No, I trust it. Um, uh, who was I talking to? Someone someone spoke to him at the Jackies game and asked when he was back, and he said next week. Hughes has got the scoop. So that's straight from the horse's mouth. Reliable sources. Yep. Yep, we got him. Um, anyway, let's move on to trades. I kind of had a bit of a play around and wrote down some players that I was interested in and then tried to go to work a little bit. So obviously without knowing where players are sitting in terms of their price, it's really bloody difficult. But um, some guys that I just listed down were Will McDowell-White, uh, Anthony Lamb, Christian Doolittle, Taron Armstrong, Bull Quail, and I had DJ Vasilievich as well because they've got a double coming up when I think there's only two teams that have a double. Um, so I was sort of looking at maybe um, maybe I can get him. But at this stage, I've, I think I'll probably use a boost because I don't want to miss out on Anthony Lamb. Um, so I've got Cummings, Golding and Ulbrick, which we'll probably have to try and change Golding to Travers now. Um, to Will McDowell, oh, I can't speak, I'm rattled. Will McDowell, White, Anthony Lamb, Taron Armstrong. Yeah, I'll still be okay to do that. I've... I've still only doing two trades, but it will be an Armstrong in, and now more than likely be Travis out with um, the prospect of maybe an Anthony Lamb and a, um, or maybe, yeah, Will McDowell White too, depending on the my salary and whatnot. But um, I might lose a bit of money on that trade with Henschel and Armstrong, which is unfortunate, but it's just something that's going to have to happen. Yeah. Can't be giving up points. And what if I want to improve my ranking? I need scores out of everyone, even if it's only four or five. Yeah. It's better than zero. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, you, Baz, you had a think about trades yet? Yeah, well, I've got 97K sitting in the salary there, which is um, yeah. handy for my number. Yeah, about 80 I've got sitting there. So, yeah, so I'll go, I'll obviously go Cummings out, um, see what this news is with, with Travers, um, but he, he may sit on my bench. Um, apparently he um, slipped over and his head hit, hooked Porty's knee. So, um, by the sounds of that, not too great. But then, yeah, I'll go Cummings out. And, and turn the ball over. That no. must have been the same play. So, he scored minus two. And he's fouled. He fouled too. <laughs> fouled Huck Porty's knee while turning it over. Huck Porty would have very solid knees, I would imagine. Didn't he do his ACL last year? There might be a metal brace in there. Yeah, maybe. Sorry. Um, yeah, I'll go Cummings out. That's a no-brainer. And then I'll just just play around with the other ones. Um, 
yeah, it'd be nice if I if I traded out Travers, I'd probably move Wardenberg back and um I'd definitely have enough cash to get in Alan Williams. Um so that could be could be one. That'd give me yeah, not too bad, but yeah, it all depends. Yeah, Patrick Miller's back, hopefully that'll help. Yep. But if not, I think I'm going okay. I just gotta yeah, just gotta um put the right guys on the field. That's probably the big thing. I love that <laughs> I love that now that Alan Williams is in my team because mm. if he plays a single game, he's still nearly gonna be better than yeah. a lot of starting centers in doubles. That's what you were saying, Baz, last week. But yeah, you can, it was you, only four centers that outscored him last week. You can just you can just forget it. You can just have it there. And if there is a week where you wanna put a double center, he's still a great bench option if you wanna maybe try and outscore him, but there won't be too many weeks where he gets outscored by that many guys. No. Well, he's, he's guaranteed double-double. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but look, this week, if you look at the centres categories at the moment, um, he's, he's um, yeah, leagues ahead. But then the other guys, um, the other one was Geordie Hunter. He played a double. He only got 38. Mango, he got 37. He played a double. Froling played the single and he got 34. So... Um, Harrison had 60, so... Mm. That's here yeah, comes Pinder. Hey, here comes Pinder? Pinder. He's on forty-two at the moment. In the first, is this is no, this is the second, second game. game yeah. Right, yeah. But right. yeah, you're right. Yeah, Blue was on fourteen as well. He's smashing it. Your man. <laughs> um, imagine if Wardenberg has done his groin. We've got him, Travis, and Cummings to deal with. I'm still going to have Golding sitting there. Him. Uh, who, sorry? Wardenberg, Tra- Travers and Cummings. Imagine if you got all three of them like I do. You got all three as well, don't you, Baz? And and Miller. <laughs> I've got one of them. Yeah. I've got Travers, who was always coming out anyway. So it's... Yeah, you just lose a lot of cash on it, which is unfortunate, but... Yeah. Um. So I'm hoping that next week my lineup can be Pinder, Lamb, Wardenberg, PJC, Will McDowell, White, and then Bannon, Clemens, Saar, Golding, and Armstrong on the bench. Would be pretty happy with that, I think. But um, let's get into some questions. We did have a couple. Um, as we know, the Taipans have one million double game weeks in a row. <laughs> Do we, however, have concerns about the ceilings of their players once everyone is healthy and back in the rotation? Maybe need to rethink how we stack our teams. What do you think? Yeah, I'm not going to. I'm not going to go overboard. Hence why I left Warnberg out. I, I didn't jump on that train. Um, I think I've got Clintman as a guy that will stay in, but he will eventually go for me. I, I like it, like that question there. The ceiling probably isn't unbelievable for him. He's going to struggle with a bit of consistency. I feel that's one thing that I'll. Um, Keep an eye on. So, yeah, I haven't really gone too hard on the Cairns players. I'm more looking hard to go on on the breakers. I think they are a team with full of full of potential. Yeah. Um, so what do you think the maximum Cairns, maximum amount of type hands you can have is? I think, I think we spoke. Go, Baz. Um, I think we spoke about last week. I think it's really three. I think if you end up with more than three, then by the time their buyers end, if you've got three New Zealand and three Cairns, then you, you're you going to be shot for about three, four weeks to try and end up evening your team back out again. So, yeah, I think you just aim for about three. 
Yeah. I don't know if this week was just a classic week of a bit of exhaustion, a bit of fatigue finally kicked in because they have had some big travels, a lot of games and whatever, but they were pretty average this week. Well, their first game uh, in New Zealand, New Zealand normally play in Auckland. There's a direct flight from Cairns to there, but they played in Christchurch, which says no direct flight. They got delayed. They got in at quarter past one or quarter past two. On game day. On game day, in the morning of game day. So that obviously throws you out straight away. Which hurts. It's just a massive. That's the one thing with like these le- smaller leagues. Like you look at the travel in NBA. Every team's got private jets. Every, every players have got private jets. And then there's like the the travel for for someone like a Cairns who is in the northernmost part of Australia. Mm. There's barely direct flights to any half of the cities in the league. It's just yeah. it'd be torture. It'd be absolute torture. Oh, you're no good, would it? Yeah, it's so funny when. when... When, like, you talk about that, like, in the NBA, like, you hear that blokes, like, sometimes we're like, oh, you got two games in one week, and then you look in the NBA, they'll go from, like, one place, three-hour flight, play the next night, mm. get night off, travel another four hours or whatever, like, yeah, but as you said, like, they're not getting on a domestic flight with uh, 60 other random people. <laughs> That's right, and you don't have, and you don't exactly have, like, the the, the medical staff as, as the NBA, like, it's all another step up, and that's it's, why the injury report's no good. Yeah. That's, that's, that's funny, though. That's, that's, I, always, I always feel bad, and, and I, always, I really do, because, like, as all three of us, we take our team so seriously, and I haven't really had one thing ultimately go against me, really, at the mini, like, that's really made me, like, fall off a cliff. You know what I mean? <laughs> you were pretty... <laughs> You were pretty down last week. I was very down. Like, I was very, very down. But I looked at it, and my team was still in good shape, and I've come back pretty good, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. I was I was very angry at myself for, like, thinking, oh, I'm just giving up so easy. Like, I was I was willing just to throw in the tower. And if, I, if, if I had had the injuries and the bloody suspensions and shit you blokes have had, <laughs> I probably would have jumped off the spirit of Tasmania by now. I'm already thinking about how excited I am for next season. I'm, I'm already looking at who the imports might be for next season. I can get on. <laughs> um, do you think we answered our mate's question there? Uh, yeah, I'm going to add one. <laughs> Dan's are actually the lowest scoring overall team, as that, in super coach, me. super coach points per game. Um, so I think it, you do have to tread carefully in terms of loading up on Cairns players for that reason. Um, and then, I mean, obviously part of it is because they've been down on bodies. I think they can lift a little bit. But, little being out to that average, I reckon. Yeah, definitely. They didn't score very well this week. But if you got – then you're balancing the minutes between Miller, Armstrong and McCall having the ball in their hands. Um, it could be an interesting dynamic. I think Armstrong's probably too hard to pass up on. If you've got Miller already, stay with him um, and sort of watch it. McCall – you probably, with what his break even is, uh, what it's going to be for next week, you can afford to have a look at a bit of a look at him as well. Waterberg's comfortably the best rebounder on their team. So he's yeah. he's always probably going to look at your 20s. Yeah, he's a solid for yeah. a 20, but so he bounces back from his uh, hitting the dick. Uh, another one is Anthony Lamb, a cheat code in the NBL. Well, he went missing when the game was on the line. But he he's. Did. He, he's Pretty bloody good. Mm. Yeah. He's, he's um I, agree. I watched I watched um that game where he put up oh. the twenty nine. He he looks smooth, he can play. He's an NBA talent too. So yeah. 
you're probably just waiting for him. Like he could feast on a team like Illawarra. Um, he would feast on a few of those average teams. I reckon he could go big. Yeah, definitely. Um, <clears throat> he kind of the the NBL over the years have had a lot of players of that sort of not ilk, but like guys who are too big to play on the perimeter in the NBL, but they're also too fast for for bigger guys. Um, I'll give you some some recent names that obviously at the Anthony Lamb level, but a guy like a Rashad Kelly, a Lamar Patterson, like guys like that who are like solid. He's just a better shooter. Yeah, yeah. And he's he's a lot quicker than those guys, but you get what I mean in terms of that sort of positional sort of thing. Um, he's definitely a level above. Um, and I, with the way that they played in their two games on the weekend, I don't think they'll be in a ridiculous rush to try and fill the other import spot. I thought they looked pretty good um, with him playing that spot. And then you've yeah. obviously got um, PJC and Will McDowell White that's going to come along. I think it sort of probably helps with the balance with Findelaney a little bit as well. He's looked good recently. Yeah. So, uh, cheat code. I'm probably going to say not cheat code, but... He's definitely coming into my team. Yeah. that's I'm, I'm willing to use my third boost to get him. Yeah. Just because of my good schedule, good yeah. point scorer, yeah. like good actual point scorer, yeah. and then if you get rebounds and assists yeah. or something out of him, it's and just you can get a couple of yeah. points as well. Yeah, I'll stop having panic attacks after a bad round. How, how do you stop having panic attacks after a, after a bad round? Put it in perspective, because <laughs> I was, I was, that was my question, and I was, I was fucking pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> it was my first bad one. It was the first time my ranking had gone down, and I was I was livid, absolutely livid. <laughs> I think for next year, I won't really look to worry about my team too much for round one, but more set it up for the couple of rounds after. I thought that's what you did a pretty good job of. It wasn't um, deliberate. No, it was, it was just didn't tell people. It was. Yeah, it's just <clears throat> it was just the whole um, aspect of. I guess I wasn't too much into the media of guys. I've yeah. gone with guys that have been. Good for a while. I know a bit about. Mm. So I was. I, I really. I started with a lot of younger guys, like yeah. like your Galloways, your Tuies, yeah, yeah, your yeah, Hartfordies yeah. that are going to give maximum effort, mm. maximum effort because you know they're looking to play for something further. Yeah. Whereas there's some guys that can f- fall into just a habit of consistency. Mm. Yeah, that's that was more mm. my mindset. But don't mind it. Uh, I think we answered this one, but what? Uh, what to do with Pat Miller? Do you think his minutes will be less with McCall and Armstrong? Um, it will be less. No, I don't think it will. I think that when he when he played in those games, um, he looked like he's, your imports are one you you pay your money to 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 win your games. So, um, as much as like, there's no way he's going to drop around like the twenty minute mark. I think he's always going to be around the 30, 30 minutes. They'll find a spot for him. You don't pay. Yeah, you don't pay him the big money to to sit on the pine, especially um, when old mate's got biceps on biceps and quads on quads. So you want you want those sort of guys out there, I think. Yeah, um, lives at the free throw line and he's a killer at the death as well. So I think... I, I like him as far as cans. I think he's one obviously that I didn't get this week. I like I said, if things had gone the other way, I could have had him and I could have scored zero because I didn't know the injury crisis that they had up there but um yeah <clears throat> good player yes uh do you play an average player for two games over a gun for one what do you think Cam? 
Um, that was my question, and the answer is yes. The answer is yes. Don't even think about it. Like, you've just got to do it. Travis for one game. Bannon for two. You take Bannon any day of the week. Don't fall into my trip. That is for everyone. No. I don't think that is for everyone. I don't everyone, think it's that black and white. No, it's not. I don't think it's that black and white. There could be a guy on your bench that you've downgraded for cash purposes. Say, like, a, let's say, for instance, this, if Baz did bring in Junior Maduk, and he had two games. You wouldn't play him over someone. Nah, shit, you, no. you know what I mean? Like there is there is levels to it. Uh, it is the most tantalizing thing, the double, and it, it can make cause mistakes in your team. But um I guess it's sometimes you just gotta go with your gut. Like honestly, Bannon wasn't in for me. Bannon Bannon, no, Clintman wasn't, sorry. Clintman wasn't. I had Travis and I thought, like, he still can get 40. Like I've got to be, you've got to be really sick about it. And then I just I'm surprised at Bannon. I haven't watched much of him to see him whip out a double double. And then he's playing the blitz. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I wanted to start with him. I haven't seen a hell of a lot of him. Okay. So. You uh, said trust dairy. Um, already gut ache, mate, from the decisions I made this week. <laughs> no, I, uh, you have Ian Clark as well. He's gone down with a leg injury. <laughs> no, I don't have Ian Clark. Oh, it's going uh, suck. <laughs> Chris Gould is going to have to shoot the ball tonight. Yeah. And what the hell was Pinder only played nine and a half minutes still halfway through the or nearly the end of the second quarter? Did he run into a hook port his knees too? Ah, oh, probably. Um <laughs> oh we had another question here. Um not a super coach related question, but a good question. Brisbane looking strong. Do we think they can make a push for the top four? I am in the six. You did have me in the six. It was interesting watching, um, uh, listening to the commentators talk about it, and um, they kind of mentioned that they've got guys in there that are, that know how to win. Yeah, they've got Shorten, he knows how to win. Um, they've got Bainesy, he knows how to win. They've they've recruited those guys for that for that reason. Mitch North. Um, yeah, yeah. So I think that I think that they'll um certainly win their fair share of games away, whereas like those inexperienced teams struggle with away games and don't tend to, to get the wins unless they're at home. So I think they could steal a few games on the road, which could really project them. The, the one thing that we haven't spoke about yet, Hughes, is um, the big men that play for um, for Brisbane, big banger Baines who goes um, key to key, and then obviously shin pass. Um, so... <laughs> If um if a team has a centre against those guys, they've got pretty good coverage. So if you're like, say, Alan Williams, you're playing Cairns, you're probably going to feast. But if you play Brisbane, you're probably not going to have as good a time against um teams that have legitimate centres. So it'll be interesting watching the centre matchups against Brisbane. Yeah, I, I think you've hit the nail on the head there because they've got a they've got a block presence in Harrison, and then they also bring um although he hasn't played as many minutes lately, but um Rocco. Sikarski, he's also, when he gets on there, he, no matter his size, whatever limits him, if he's in your way, he's a hard person to get over the top of. Like he's seven foot three, he's seven foot four, he's a block presence. And then they've got Baines, who's not the athletic block presence, but he's far out his physical. He's a very, oh knows how to work his body. And that is going to be a thing that a lot of, yeah, like you said, these younger teams will struggle with. He's no match for Jared Bairstow, though, is he, Baz? Hey, big Bairstow. Bairstow. The man of the ball. I'd seen back the stats in that game. It wasn't. It wasn't awesome. Ah, best I destroyed him once he actually got on there. Initially with the score, yeah. he wasn't on it. Oh, 
He bought the crowd in Valve too. Hey, he bought the crowd. That's what that's what yeah. Bear did. Just rocked out, bought the crowd, got Deep got the six. Um, yeah. Rightio, so that's it for for our questions. I think top six. I don't think they'll quite make top four. Um, we'll go into the more captain picks for the week. So of Obviously, haven't been able to do full analysis on uh, the Perth guys, which would be Cotton and Pinder, and then Joe Luala Chul for Melbourne. Um, but this is what I've got at the moment in order of third to first. So I've got DJ Hogue at number three. Um, so this week he plays against uh, Brisbane. Okay. Um, at home, Sydney are the highest scoring team in the comp, and he has added to that um, since he's been back. Um, so if you if you think about the forwards at, at Brisbane, um, he's not going to have the Sam McDaniel go to him that um, that other teams stronger players in the yeah, guards probably would. Um, so you'd think Sam McDaniel's going to Jalen Adams. Um, so. That would free up Hogue for some of the, uh, for some extra shots, and he was really looking for a shot, particularly in the second game this week. Uh, number two, I've got PJC. Um, they are playing against Perth in Perth. Um, Perth are another team that get up and down. I think that style will really suit uh, PJC because he's the fastest bike I've ever seen on basketball course. Steals. Yep. Um, Perth actually don't turn the ball over a hell of a lot. Um, in terms of like from from dribble, uh, they turn it a lot a lot from pass, um, so he might struggle a little bit in that department. But I think that might help him um, not probably foul as much if he knows that if he it, gets if skills in other ways. If this sealing it on the run in on the fast mm. break is yeah. hard to stop downhill. Yeah, equal. yeah, definitely. And the and the Perth big guys foul a hell of a lot as well. So um, I think he can. Really get to the line. Uh, and then number one, I had Alan Williams as well. So um, they, they've they got Melbourne in the showdown. So uh, a couple of things with Sauce that uh, really impressed me. He's obviously had a few easier matchups, struggled um, with fouls against Brisbane. Uh, I think he probably adjusted that. There was a couple of those fouls that he got that were offensive. I think he probably tied his hat up a little bit. Um, I turned that game off, though. He has, what, 27 foul shots in the first quarter. It was impossible to watch. I sat through it. Oh, it's hard to watch. Um, I, I didn't actually put into the equation uh, the status of Huck Porty either. Um, but even with that foul trouble, he still got to high 20. So I've got him at, him sitting at number one. So Hogue, PJC and Williams. If you've got any of those three guys, probably can't go too wrong. With every single game this week, the top two for me are the same. Williams and PJC. That'll be yeah. the two that I think of putting the putting the C on. Yeah. Probably go to Williams for some reason. I just like captaining big guys a little bit better than well, um, more of a double double threat, aren't and they? And they're just yeah, that uh, well rebound has been worth two and assist been worth one. Like it's the other way around. Is it the other way yeah. around? Well, that makes sense. <laughs> How are you dominating? Hey? How are you dominating? I thought I thought a rebound was two. No, just one. That that's probably fair though. Yeah. That's why his centers are killing it. Darius Darius double points on boards. That's why he's ahead of us. <laughs> Spot on. I'm happy with that. Rightio, if you got any questions, uh, hit us up through the week. 
uh, we'll get the tears of toughness out and um, people can have a look at that to set their trades up for the week. Um, but yeah, all the best and hope you enjoyed the round that was. Easy. Uh, I did. Bye. Bye now. <laughs>